right. <clears throat> you ready? All right, yeah. Fucking do this shit. Smoke some bowls. Smoke some bowls. I don't know. Dude, when I when I hear you got a friend in me, mm. like I get emotional. Do you get emotional <laughs> yeah, when you of hear it? I get like Of course. It's a great song. I get like knotted up in my throat sometimes. Yeah. I wanna cry. I don't know why. It's an emotional song. It's a very emotional song. It's that piano line. Mm-hmm. It's like happy. It's melancholy. It's me- yep, there it is. Yeah. That's what it is. I was gonna say it's happy and it's sad. <laughs> Is there a word for that? It makes me happy and sad. <laughs> it makes me happy and sad. Are you Randy Newman now? It's bittersweet. It's bittersweet, boy. And as the year go by. No, that's Kermit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a very fine line between yeah. Randy Newman and Randy Kermit. Newman and Kermit, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a Venn diagram that c- covers itself. Right. I want to hear I want to hear Randy Newman do um Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection. Oh, absolutely. Man. I'd cry. I wonder if he did that. I'm going to look it up really fast. I'd be surprised if he didn't. Yeah, let's see. That'd be pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Randy Newman. Rainbow Connection. Mm, Nothing on YouTube. Maybe he gets it so often he kind of despises the comparison. (laughs) He's like, I'm not doing that fucking song. Randy, calm down. No, you fucking calm down. I'm not calming down. <laughs> I, I I'm not a me. frog. <laughs> I'm not a frog. I watched this video of this uh, baseball manager from the early 90s. His name is Hal, Mc, Hal McRae. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he won a couple World Series games. Not games. World Series, period. <laughs> <laughs> He's a uh, designated hitter with the Kansas City Royals. Mm-hmm. He became their manager in the early 90s. And uh, somebody, he, he's doing a post-game interview, and one of the guys asked him, he's like, well, um, did you think about subbing in Brett for so-and-so when the bases were loaded? And he was like, ah, don't ask me these stupid-ass questions. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, everybody always asks me these stupid-ass questions. And he has a fucking meltdown. <laughs> and apparently it's a pretty famous meltdown, but yeah. I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. He loses, dude, he like, he gets up, he starts throwing shit, yeah. he throws a fucking telephone against the wall. One guy starts bleeding, he gets cut oh from the God. shit that he's throwing. Man, it's Shrapnel. amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I'll show it to you later. Okay. It's okay. incredible. I don't know why I thought of that. No, me neither, yeah. Uh, because but, Randy Newman would be pitching a fit. Yes, yes, Randy Newman having a meltdown because yeah. of Rainbow Connection, which now sounds like a good bit. Anyway, let's get into this brewski, my brewski. Uh, you went to Prosperity Brewing. I did. And you came back with this gallon. <laughs> this is not that jug. Big. No, it's, uh, it's how many? 32. Yeah, 30, it's, a, it's a 32. Crowler. Crowler. Nice Crowler. Nice Pro tip, if you ever go, it's, it's located in Boca Raton. Boca Raton. Um, but they have a good deal with Yelp. If you check in, you get a, and you get a Crowler. You get a free pint of beer. There you go. So yeah, that's nice. what that's what I did. It's good. And uh, this isn't the one though, is it? Is yeah. this it? Yeah. This is the one you got for free. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. This is the clutch plate. Clutch plate. Clutch plate. IPA. It's an IPA. Yep. Seven percent. Uh, Explain to me it was uh, one of their mainstays. So it's not like a uh, a seasonal for them. They have that's probably their most popular beer from what the bartender told me. Okay, right on, right on. Yeah. Well, we are going to drink it tonight. 
And we're also going to have a good time. You we know better. why? It's the One Beer Podcast. That's right. Oh, oh so thick. Friendship will never die. Cheers. Oh, yeah. That's right. Fit clink. Did you uh did you have this when you were there? I did. Okay. What other ones did you have while you were there? Any any other ones uh stick out to you? Yeah, they actually have <clears throat> or they had at least three different IPAs. Actually, I think four technically because they had a double IPA too. Mm. Ooh, yeah. the The double was good, but it was a little too much on the multi side for me. Yeah, uh, I really like my IPAs super super bitter, mm-hmm. especially when you get into like doubles and stuff. Um, so that one it was good, but it didn't really do it for me. Um, they had one that was, uh, I think, a grapefruit IPA, mm-hmm. which was very good. They had a hazy IPA as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. and this one is the clutch plate, their mainstay. Aww. So yeah, but they have um, a good variety of beers, which I was excited to find in Boca because the other place I went to, you know, pretty frequently, and that I brought back beers from was the uh, uh, Monks. Uh, I forget the Monk Monks Ale Barrel of Monks Barrel of Monks. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, I went there a couple times. But they only specialize in Belgian style beers, so there's no IPAs there. Yeah. Um, but this place had a pretty good, you know, variety. Uh, there's apparently a brew dog that's usually there. His name's, oh yeah. His name's Tank. Tank. Uh, he's on the stickers. Ones I brought back. Yeah. Oh he's yeah. yeah. English bulldog. He has his own Instagram. Uh, really sad. I missed him. Did you? Uh, when you when you when you're in like Boca or Jacksonville or whatever. Do you ever take the tour of these breweries? Um, not really anymore. So I feel like I've seen I've seen brewery tours already. Yeah, I think once you've seen one, you've pretty much seen them. Kinda, all. yeah, kinda. I mean, unless they offer something unique, like if they give you a glass or something, or yeah, you know, if it's a place I'm like a huge fan of, then sure. But or they do like tastings throughout. Yeah, like that'd be cool. But which I mean, most of them usually do. Yeah, that's true. Especially the bigger places like yeah. Cigar City and stuff will do that for you. But but I I think it's I think it's um depending on the cost, which again cost is not usually that bad. But no, whatever you know, if it's worth it. Yeah, no, I'd rather just stay at the bar and try their different varieties. Yeah, as opposed to go through the entire kit and caboodle. Unless it's like a brewery distillery, because those are fun. Hmm. When I went to in Texas, the uh, it's in San Antonio, the 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 place where I where I learned the uh, oh the, the sniffing s- technique, yeah, yeah. right? Um, I forgot what the brewery is called though, so forgive me. But mm-hmm. it's a brewery distillery, okay, and they barreled um, whiskeys, okay, <clears throat> and they showed us 
not just the I mean they hold they showed us the whole kid and caboodle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they had like this um like a makeshift trailer where they had all of the barrels. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty cool cuz yeah. they're stored in a cool place mm. where they, you know, they're not affected by the weather and whatnot. You had to go like into this dark area to get to them and stuff. So Yeah. That's how it was in um well, it was in Scotland too. Mm. At the distilleries they have their Scotland. Uh, Scotland. Uh, for their scotch, obviously, they right. had all their barrels like all the way back to the '60s. That's just in cool. there, yeah, That's just, just hanging out in a cool, damp place. Yeah. Uh, also, this is the One Beer Podcast. Mm. The podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, my great and powerful co-host Ooh. Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? This is episode 218, back again. We thank you guys for joining us. Once again, if you like the podcast, if you're a loyal listener, please, if you listen to it on Apple, and anywhere that you listen yeah, to it on. Anywhere you find us. Review it, subscribe, like, share, all that jazz. We appreciate the people who have done so already. It's really awesome of you guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it would be really dope to see like actual reviews and shit on there. Not yeah. that we need our egos stroked. <laughs> oh, although speak for yourself. I mean, it would just be you know, it helps in that regard, and it helps in a fucking you know, in a in a fucking elevator pitch. Yeah. Well, know? if if you guys want to hear more of us, which we hope you do, we know you do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Those those uh positive reviews will help us mm-hmm. to expand and expand. keep this baby going and expansion. Get some get some good brews that we may not be able to get otherwise. That's right. So that's right, we appreciate right. the listens and all of the love. Mm-hmm. How things been going with you, man? I've been tired. Yeah, been very tired. You started working out in the morning. A yeah. change of pace. Yeah, that's been a big change yeah. for me. How do you? Uh, so so what time do you get up now? Six thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I made a deal with myself, basically, um, that. If I don't get up in time, I will definitely do it after work. Mm-hmm, that's good. But it's, it is definitely, I found the benefit of working out in the morning. I'll say that. Yeah. Just having my post work day free feels so nice. Yeah. It's great. That's way better. It's not another thing on the back of my mind, on my shoulders that I have to deal with mm-hmm. after I've already worked a full day. You know? Yeah. It's just nice to be able to, like know that I'm going home to have dinner and just relax. Yep. It's great. Yeah. So I love that. I love the aspect of, you know, you hear all the annoying morning people like, yeah, I work out in the morning all the time. It gives me the energy I need. <laughs> and that entire time I'm like, just shut up. Just shut up. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's true. It, yeah. It's true. Big you work time. out in the morning, you take a shower. Hopefully you have enough time to get some breakfast. Man, you're good to go. You're in it to win it. Yeah. I barely need coffee. You know? Let me not say that too loud because I actually do need coffee still. <laughs> you but. don't want the coffee to hear you. No. It knows. But it, it does. It it really it changes. It changes everything. Yeah. You get that that workout in in the morning and then you just like you're you know, you're just you're, your blood's pumping. Yeah, exactly. Just like, let's take on the fucking day. The the difference between rolling out of bed and eating and going into work versus rolling out of bed sweating for a bit taking a shower eating and going to work is mm-hmm. night and day yeah um you feel more awake 
yeah. you're alert. You're you're in your day already. And that you know that obviously sounds obvious to people who do it all the time, but you know, cut us some slack here. Yeah. Well, no, it's a, it's um it's something you have to feel to understand. Yeah. Um, because I I knew uh, I knew logically that that would be true, but it wasn't until I woke up that first day at six thirty. And went, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> this is awful. Yeah. And then I did it and I got through it and I took the shower and I had a little breakfast and I got into work and I'm like, I feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was like, this might stick. Let's try to keep this going. Yeah. And now the, the benefit of it, uh, for well, the thing that's kind of helped me start this entire thing, um, you know, Ellie found this program on YouTube. That's this Pilates. It's it's. Uh, I, I really hate the name of it, but or, uh, Pilates. Pilates, like karate, same thing. Um, it's called Blogilates, I think. Blogilates. Blogilates. I wouldn't do it for the name. No, it's awful. Um, but it has this program for an entire month. You're supposed to do it, and they have a different workout for every day. Yeah. So it targets different areas. The first day, I think, is your full body. Then there's an upper body one. Then there's one, I think, that does your core and, like, your butt. And then another that one. Ass. Yeah, getting real thick. Getting real thick in that ass. <laughs> Just in the ass. Just in the ass. Real thick in the ass. Thick ass. Get a real thick ass. Thick ass. Just got a big ass. Just got a big ass. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so it you get the drift. It, it targets specific places in your body mm-hmm. lots of stretching uh lots of stuff that i need to work on i've realized mobility yes because uh you know i've i've you have zero mobility zero mobility i'm awful mm-hmm. so i can't do a lot of the moves as it is but i try my best and mm-hmm. i do like you know modified versions of the stuff mm-hmm. and i feel like even with that and just doing it after about a week now straight i feel stronger and stronger like i'm able to uh just get around easier yeah which is good. Um, I think it's a good start, and it also teaches me how shitty I am right now. <laughs> what do you mean? Like what shape you're in? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, the, the instructor's this, like, cute Asian chick, mm-hmm. and she is killing it. Tell me more. She's, <laughs> she's doing a great job, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, I'm here feeling like an actual walrus. <laughs> uh, an actual walrus. Probably looking like one, too. Um, you gotta start somewhere. No, it's true, and 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 I'm not. See, this is a thing that I'm not feeling discouraged in where I'm at right now. It's just showing me how much I've neglected myself. Yeah, and how it is. It's it's a it's an important thing. Yeah, you can't just let that go, because I feel like in the past it's been something for me that I've been like, yeah, I'll work out later, or I'll mm-hmm. just do it when I can. But you know, after committing to this and like you know seeing it out at least for like a week and a half at this point. Um, I'm feeling better and that's letting me know that this is something that's been a deficit in my life for a while. Yeah. So I should probably stick with it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it's, but that's the thing you have to, you have to get to a point where it's not about getting back in shape to look sexy. It's not about like, I need to do this thing. It's, the only time you're ever going to actually do anything mm-hmm. is when you get past that hump of 
feeling bad about yourself and mm-hmm. and um you know wanting to prove something to yourself and then you just you get over all of that and you just say this needs to be a part of my life yeah this is not just a you know i'm gonna do this thing for 30 days to prove to myself that i can do it yeah it's like this is just i you know you eat breakfast you go mm-hmm. to work you work out it's right. part of your life it's um it, it feels like a responsibility to yourself yeah you know like it, it's it's something that you wouldn't want to neglect like you know if you feel let's say you feel responsible for your dogs right mm-hmm. you, you know you need to feed them you gotta let them out you gotta yeah, give them sometimes. water occasionally you know yeah sometimes smack them around a little bit all the time um but it's a responsibility and it's one that you wouldn't neglect yeah because you know if you neglect it you're a piece of shit yeah so it's the same thing with your body like you know it's it's the only one you got so it's not going to get better unless you hold it as a responsibility. It's it it shouldn't it shouldn't be a thing that you look at as an outlier. Right. Like it's important. It's it it sh- you you should be looking at it like brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you. Can I don't totally, do that either, but and that's what I'm saying. You can totally not do that. Yeah. And you can go your whole life without doing that. Yeah. But you're gonna. <laughs> get heart disease but yeah. you know a lot of well i mean and you get heart disease from not working out too yeah, yeah. i mean you're, you're just gonna your body's just gonna deteriorate mm-hmm. i mean it's just just something like normal people wake up and they you know the thought of not brushing your teeth doesn't even cross your mind right I, like how many times have you forgotten to brush your teeth yeah in your life like how many times have you forgotten to do it uh, only at nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> when I, when you t- wake up in the morning, it's like, it's not, you don't even think about it. It is obviously something right. that you do. Yeah. You wake up, you may wash your face, you know, comb your hair, you brush your teeth. Right. Or and taking that, a shower. Taking or... a shower. You don't even think about that. It's just something that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's almost akin to just breathing. You, you, yeah. it's, you, you it do gets it. to a point where you just do it. And you, that's how exercising should be for people and mm. obviously you know it's harder that's something that you have to make a concerted effort to right. do because well, you have to make a concerted effort to brush your teeth right uh, well it's it's one of those things too that's not immediately gratifying yeah so like taking a shower feels good mm-hmm. you know you get out you feel clean that's immediate gratification yeah you floss you get that shit out of your teeth oh, it feels immediately, great and it feels it's great like, i feel clean your, your breath smells good mm-hmm. you know you feel fresh but yeah. working out as you're doing it doesn't feel good but see that's the thing you're 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 and then when you're done you you look at yourself and you go well nothing moved Mm -hmm. nothing stronger yeah i'm still flabby right but like if you look at it like um you know the sweat equity that you put in Mm -hmm. that's that is that i think is the same thing as finishing brushing your teeth and feeling fresh well and we we said it before it's like no matter what you do as long as you're doing something it's it it's a a mark in the positive mm-hmm. uh, uh, column, yeah. you know? So no matter what, like these workouts are only a half hour long. It's not yeah. an extensive workout. It's just enough to get that aerobic exercise and stretches and some strength training, you know, very light stuff, but even stuff that I, I can't do at this point. Yeah. Um, so it's enough to push me, but it's not like I'm doing two days, you know, for two hours each or something. It's nothing ridiculous. So, you know, we should we should do something like uh, Joe Rogan, what they did for uh, Sober October last year mm-hmm. where they had where they did the yoga classes. Yeah, we should do something like that. Yeah. I mean, I've I've 
always wanted to do yoga classes. Yeah. So if we can find one that we can do together, that'd be great. Yeah. Oh, there's a ton of them. There's yeah. a ton of them out here. There's a lot in breweries. Just saying. There's a lot in breweries? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're doing, Um. Uh. I think it's the Nook. Mm-hmm. Is doing like a, or maybe it already passed. Was it the metal one or something? Like, uh, or the punk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rock one. That, yeah. Did that already pass? Was that I don't know. I, I saw it on, on Facebook, but. Let me, let me take a look, see. Might plug that. Plug that for them, you know, man. Take a look at my fast book. People keep fucking friend, request, friend, friend requesting me. Friend requesting me on Facebook. And I'm like, dog. I don't use Facebook. I only have this fucking thing because I've signed in to too many things using Facebook. That's how they trapped me. <laughs> yep. They trapped me a couple years ago when they were like, dude, it's super easy. Just sign in with your Facebook. I'm like, oh my God, this is easy. Right. Now, all of my accounts are linked to that fucking Facebook. Yep. You can't leave. No. I tried to. I deleted it. I deactivated my account and I deleted it off my phone Mm -hmm. and then I tried to log into something and I was like I don't have a username or password for this (laughs) it's through the Facebook so as soon as I was like well fuck I gotta get back into this thing it it reactivated my account and then somebody was like you're still on Facebook and I was like no I'm not I deactivated and I'm like dude it's still (laughs) on there tell that to your Facebook (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fucking, it, and and then you know, it's so many things. I don't want to go through and have to, you know, uh, put a put a new um, username and password on all these accounts. I don't even know how many it is. It's in uh, innumerable at yeah. this point. Uh, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, guys. Suffering succotash. that. I think it already passed. I think it was this weekend. Well, it seems like it'd be a recurring thing, so we can keep an eye out. It's for probably it. like yeah, it's probably like once a month. Yeah. Because what I have is uh, uh, shout out to Bangrak. They're doing the uh, Hunger Street. Or no, 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 that's next week or the week after. Sorry, but Hunger Street and Pizza Bruno yes. are doing a collab. That's tonight, isn't it? Is it tonight? I think it's tonight. It's totally tonight. Going on right now. Right. <laughs> so, when when you guys hear it yesterday. Yeah. So sorry, but. Oh man, I really wanted to taste that Al Pastor Calzone. Man. Mm-hmm. That shit sounded delicious. Mm-hmm. The uh, Bang Rack Pizza Bruno collab is um, this Saturday. Mm. So if you're listening to this before fucking June 15th, which we got the exclusive on, yeah. BT Dubs, yeah. uh, it's going to be at Red Light. So enjoy that shit. On Saturday, right? Yes. Okay. We should go. I'd like to go. Pizza Bruno, Bang Rack. Red light. Collabo. All the best things. Trifecta. It's a trifecta of It's a trifecta. Artists. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, people, I, I have family members who are still sending me. I was like, dog, why haven't, why weren't we friends this whole time, first of all? Can I ask you a personal question? Of course. When's the last time you were poked? Um, That is a personal question. You really, <laughs> really went there. Uh, let's see. How, how I can't even find where my pokes. There's like a dedicated poke app, isn't there? Is there? I thought that was That's like a our, our page. That's too specific much poke page. The poke page. The poke page. Poke me. Face poke. Sounds painful. Uh, face poke. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. The last time I was, the last time I can remember was like a dude from a uh, an old coworker, and mm-hmm. I was like, dude, this is don't do that. <laughs> stop. Don't stop do it. that. That's fucking you weird. Stop it. Poking. Someone like that should have been day one. That should have been nixed. I don't care what year it is. Day one, somebody should somebody come in with that idea. Mark, hey, listen, 
I think it'd be really cool if if you really want to get someone's attention, you can poke them. And they're like, um, no. <laughs> Why? Also, pack your stuff. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. You're a liability, and we need you gone immediately. We're worried about you, but we're also worried about us. Please <laughs> leave. We're worried about us more than we are you. Would you kindly leave? Get your stuff. Get that stereotypical uh, cardboard box and put your trophies and things in it and walk out the door. And don't poke anyone on the way out. <laughs> That's a weird concept. The That's poker. A weird, weird thing for them to think like was okay. Yeah. You know? Well, Maybe like, they uh, quietly removed it because I couldn't find it. Yeah, I didn't see it either. Maybe they did. It's probably a good idea. Because yeah. you can like virtually wave to people now, mm-hmm. which is obviously way more... Uh, appropriate. appropriate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't don't poke people. Just wave to them. You want to get their attention? Wave harder. I want to send a slow hug. <laughs> Can I send a slow hug? Mm. A lot of touching. Nice warm slow hug. And when I go in, I I want there to be a setting for me to smell their hair. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> oh. Garnier fructis. You got good taste, girl. You smell like innocence. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you smell like innocence <laughs> fuck yeah so <laughs> facebook needs to stop anyway where were we facebook needs to stop <laughs> i don't know i don't know um what were we oh uh yoga yoga yoga, yoga. so um there was a yoga place there's one right by uh red light actually yeah yeah right in that plaza yep yeah so that would be a good one to go to yep we could uh, get some brews, do some yoga, mm-hmm. see if it's like, see if they, you know, have like a decent time on Saturday. Yeah. We there's a... Spend our Saturdays yogaing it up. I think there's a specifically like a hot yoga Namaste. studio too. Yeah. There's, I know that there's one cause I went to it, um, on, uh, it's on, mm. fuck. It's like, uh, that back road of Alafaya that'll mm-hmm. take you like past... It doesn't matter to people who are listening yeah, like these yeah. fucking directions, but some I, of you don't live in Florida. There is one. There is one, like thirty minutes from here. Yeah, you know what? If you guys are local, why don't you give us your recommendations if you do the yoga? Fantastic idea. Because we need some help. Tell us. Tell us. My hammies are very tight. Tell us. Please send us in the right direction. Where do you do the yogas? I, I had one time I asked on Instagram, and a lot of, a, a lot of people actually responded mm. and told me like places to go to, so I can refer back to that okay. list. Okay. there's yeah, a lot of people cool. gave me some good, good ideas, good suggestions. Some I recos. Know, I know of people who are listening who did recommend it, and they're like, <laughs> "Dude, I fucking told <laughs> tr- you." Trunk of your ass, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, I don't want people to get upset with yeah. me. So, uh. Something on my mind. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, morning workout going pretty well. Yes, that's um, good. Uh, I think the thing that also helps me to do it uh, is the fact that I have no excuse not to when I first wake up because I don't have to like get on gym clothes and go somewhere. I literally just roll out of bed, put on some shorts, and go in the living room, mm-hmm. unfurl my mat, start streaming the the YouTube video on the TV, mm-hmm. and do it. That's it. You know, Knock you could do that with yoga, too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this is sort of yoga. Pilates. Yeah. 
That's its style. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say anything. I think yogis would probably be like, go fuck yourself <laughs> in a in a peaceful way. Nam- namaste. Namaste. <laughs> namaste. Yeah. Namaste um, out of our fucking business. <laughs> you, don't be- you don't belong. You don't belong here. You deserve it. As the Buddha said, get the fuck out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 uh, yeah, I've seen some, some online yoga stuff, but I just, I think I would do better in a class, in a physical class. Yeah. As much as I don't want to do that as, as uh, antisocial, as I feel like I'm, I'm leaned, mm-hmm. I feel like getting out and going to a formal class where there's an instructor who can give you attention and say when you're doing stuff wrong. Touch you in your inner thigh. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give you a poke. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel a like Facebook one. A Facebook friendly, poke. Friendly yeah. Poke. Yes. Um, I feel like that would help keep me on board. Yeah. And feeling like I, you know, like making friends, having people there that'll hold you accountable. You know, if you don't show up one week, they're they're going, hey man, what happened last week? Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> like that kind of pressure. I think is positive for yeah. for me to keep me dedicated stuff because I am inconsistent Mm -hmm. as a human (laughs) Um, but I'm very easily guilted and I feel like that's the way to get me to to dedicate yeah so it's good yeah it's good yeah that'll work yeah Um, once I get once I get some kind of semblance of a normal job Mm -hmm. where I'm on like a schedule making decent money not thinking about you know paycheck to paycheck Yada yep. yada, my mm-hmm. troubles, not gonna bother you with them. <laughs> then I will definitely jump on something like that. Yeah. Cause I when I did it, I've always wanted to go back and do it again. I've always wanted to do it like more consistently, like once a week <sighs> or twice a week. Yeah. Cause it's all it's good. It's a good workout. Mm. You sweat. Yeah. Dude, you sweat. Oh, I know just from my little half hour morning ones. Yeah. Like I'm shaking by the end of it. Oh yeah. So I wouldn't have ever those. thought that. Make you hold those poses, the slow one. What's the, what's what's a uh, bakram or something like that? Some weird, I don't know. Some bung rack, bung bung rack, uh, bung rack yoga. Yeah, yeah. You eat Thai food b- while you're b- while b- make you sweat. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, no, that's good. You start, yeah. you eat a hot wing, mm-hmm. start sweating. Yep, and then start working out. Yeah, it's a good combo. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, now that we know more about your life or whatever. <laughs> For people who want to know. I feel so rude. How are you? No, fuck you, man. Okay. Let's move on. Don't worry about it. No, I'm all right. Yeah. <clears throat> just uh, just trying to get some kind of semblance of normalcy. Yeah. You know? Well, you had a good interview today. Yeah, yeah. I think it went pretty well. So. I, I think I sold the customer service bit mm-hmm. a lot. Good. You know, you put on that. Uh, it's funny because the people who are working at this job, they're all like middle aged white people. And, um, you know, I'm the I'm the closest thing to ethnicity <laughs> in that building. And uh, it's just funny. Uh, we were talking about a while back. We were talking about um, ah, that 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 word that people are using now when when ethnic people put on their quote unquote white voice to, to oh, I'm talking about, you remember yeah. what I was talking about? Yeah. yeah. Was, it was about AOC. Yes. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Yes. 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 For quote unquote talking black. Right. People yeah. got upset with her and shit. Yeah. And, and everybody was oh, like, I you forget know. the phrase that it's, they use. Yeah, some, some phrase, some word that they use. Um, we talked about it before, but yeah. it's just funny when you, 
when you know that you kind of like consciously step into it, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm talking to them and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, this is really wonderful, wonderful place you guys <laughs> got here. That's amazing. And uh, open ended questions. Uh, uh, yeah, I got yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but <clears throat> I just can't I just imagine like that if I if I get the job, which I hope I do. It's, it's, it seems like they, they seem like really nice people. I'm not shitting on them. They seem mm-hmm. like nice people. But I just feel like I'm going to be up at the front and every person's going to walk in. Hey, how's it going? I'm going to have tattoos all over my arm. I'm the only brown person. They're like, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm Marco. How you doing? How's it going? I am yeah. not aggressive. <laughs> not aggressive. Uh, non-threatening. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to that dirty rap music. <laughs> yeah. Do you go to church? I do. I, I know I do. <laughs> Have you seen the pleats in my D- dockers? <laughs> Didn't see you at the service. <laughs> Silently judging. <laughs> uh, so that would be that's you know, but it is what it is. You gotta you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You do what you gotta do. Yeah. So we'll see. I hope I hope I'll be able to announce in the coming. Uh, hopefully on next week's episode. Yeah, I got a fucking job. So spoiler. Yeah, cool. I guess I didn't. T- did I talk about quitting the other job? I don't know. I'm not sure, but you did. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You may have. You may have touched. I on think. It. I think I touched on it. Yeah. I think I mentioned it. I mean, yeah. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. Um, I you know you fucking driving around. I'm I'm just burning, just burning money, burning yeah. gas, uh, wear and tear on the car. And um, when I quit, when I quit, I called my manager or whatever you call her. I couldn't really call her a manager, but the person who I answered to, I called her and I said, hey, I don't uh, I I don't I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to continue to work at insert company name. Excuse me. And before I could even like get out why or even kind of negotiate or anything. She was just like, okay. And I was like, okay. She's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And I'm like, okay, so is there anything that I need to do or any kind of paperwork I need to fill or anything? She's like, no, we're good. And I was like, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> cool. That was the the, the cleanest uh, Band-Aid I've ever ripped off, but also kind of insulting. <laughs> You know, I love I love how analogous relationships are to work. Mm. You know, yeah, it's like it's it's just it's just a relationship. Yeah, you know, you quit, you're breaking up. Yeah, and when they show no regard for wanting you to stay, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, cool, but yeah, it made it easy, but it's kind of like you could have tried, (laughs) but thanks. It's just like. I just wanted to. I just wanted to tell her, like, you know what? Your fucking indifference is part of the reason I'm quitting. <laughs> this is exactly why. Just, okay. <laughs> just so you know, this is the reason. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is, like, getting upset. It doesn't matter. No, it definitely would have. Ma- it wouldn't have mattered to her. Why would you she waste your time? Give a shit. Why would you waste your time? And the thing is, you think that you're like this important cog in the machine, but you're not. No, you're you replaceable. Know? Yeah. Especially just, in a job like that. It's just like a if you if you're if your cog falls out of the machine, it just kind of slows it down just a little yeah. bit until they put another one yeah. back in. They got a full it's, bucket of other cogs that they can easily just they're ready to go. Pop right you in. You don't mean a fucking thing. No. You don't mean a fucking thing. Which is kind of a sad realization of jobs versus careers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't give a. Uh, they don't give a. Uh, 
but it's all good. It's all good. You know, I've, I've, <laughs> you're not hurt. It's no, fine. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't think about it. You know, I don't go to sleep thinking about it. I don't dream about it. I don't wake up thinking about it. It's fine, dude. It's fine. You don't I'm even fine. think about her anymore. I don't, I, don't, I don't think about her at all. I haven't looked at her Facebook at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I believe you. So <clears throat> hopefully we'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be able to update people soon on that. Hopefully I'll be able to give, give people good news. Yeah. <laughs> please, <laughs> please do. Boy, howdy, I need some good news. <laughs> There's only so much Overwatch you can play. <laughs> God. And I have been playing a yeah, lot of it. Jumped right back in. I've heard your manic screaming. It's so frustrating. <laughs> it's one it is it's one of the most infuriating inferior in Jesus Christ. <laughs> it makes me angry. You hear how mad he is, people? <laughs> I, you get I've never been so tilted from a video game ever. Like I get obviously I get I get tilted pretty easily. Yeah. But it, but it, but the feeling subsides. Like I get angry for a second, I'll scream, and then that—that's it. I'm done with it. I mm-hmm. feel better. But not with Overwatch, man. And I think I figured out why. Because I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> okay. Because there's so many. There's there's so many now. There's there's all these battle royale games that are out. There's all these all of these um, first person shooters that are out that are like team based, strategy based games, right? Yeah. But none of them get you as tilted as Overwatch. And Overwatch has a historically toxic community. Mm. And I've been wondering why. What's the difference between Overwatch and uh, Blackout or Fortnite mm-hmm. or Team Fortress yeah. or you know any of these games that involve you, a team, and an objective, Yeah. right? And I figured it out. I think I figured it out anyway. It's because... Overwatch is one of the only games where you have to depend on someone mm-hmm. else. It's the, yeah, it's the uh, the specificity of roles mm-hmm. and the importance that plays on winning the game. Right. And in Overwatch, the, the gift and the curse of Overwatch and why it's such a good game is because these roles, the way that they have balanced the game, they are literal puzzle pieces to mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. If you put together the right composition of a team, you will win nine times out of 10. You will steamroll your opponent because that's just the way that they built the game. The problem is you get one person fucking off and the whole thing goes to shit. And that's why it gets you more angry than the next game. Because in Blackout, even if, obviously with Black Ops, if you do like the multiplayer mode, it's just five on five, six on six, whatever. And it doesn't matter, you just run and gun, right? In any bo- battle royale mode, yes, you depend on your teammates, but you could just leave. <laughs> you know, you could just walk away, right? And you could still survive. And a lot of times, you could, if you're good enough at the game, you could still win. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't really like, obviously, it makes life easier when you yeah. depend on each other and you're all good at the game and you all work together. But Overwatch is the only game I've ever played where one person decides. I'm not going to do it the way that you want me to do mm-hmm. it. And it all goes to shit. Right. And if I get killed because one person is not doing it the right way, it makes you more angry than if someone's just better than you at the game. Because it's like you tell yourself, he's not better than me. Mm-hmm. 
he just has a better friend. Yeah. His team is helping him better than my well, team. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it has to be infuriating when the rest of your team is working like clockwork. Especially if you're all actually friends. Yeah. And you're part of like a squad. Yeah. And there's one guy who just is in there farting around. Yeah. And he can tank the entire game. Yeah. The for whole you. thing. Well, imagine, I mean, like what we've been doing recently is four of us play. It's a six on six game. So if three or four of us are on at one time, that means we have to pray that the other two who are strangers yeah. do what we need them to do. Yeah. And when they don't, they they tank it. Mm-hmm. It just goes to shit so quickly. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I think that that's um I don't know. We'll see what they do with uh, some fixes because there's rumors. There's rumors brewing. Mm. That Overwatch 2 is coming sooner than you think. Interesting. Which brings us to why we're here today, mm. Mr. Obesius. Mm. That time of year. It's that time of year. Ladies and gentlemen, this next half of the episode is dedicated solely to the Electronic Entertainment Expo? That's right. I nailed it off the top of my head. I nailed it. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have said it with more confidence <laughs> the first time, but that's okay. E3. E- There's three E's in it, right? Yes. The next <laughs> the next part of this episode is dedicated solely to E3. So, Vi- Vigia Games. So if, if you're, uh, you know, if that's not your cup of tea, thank you guys for sticking around for the past, I don't know, 40, 45 minutes. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. We love you. And uh, we'll see you yeah. next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Because <laughs> uh, we're about to go down the nerd hole, ladies Ooh, and gentlemen. I love the nerd hole. Let's get that nerd hole. Mm. So uh, this past week has been all E3. You've, yep. You've seen... Um, a ev- historically smaller E3 than usual. Mm. Uh, PlayStation was a notable no-show. Yeah. Um, so that was a little strange. Interesting. Um, people are calling it kind of an in-between year. And I think justifiably so. Yeah. Because a lot of games are either um, in a place where they can't really announce them or announce more updates on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we're also bracing for next gen. Yeah. So And, and, and from all accounts, that's what Sony's doing. Sony yeah. seems like they're focusing pretty heavy on what's about to come next. Yeah, and I mean I feel like they've already announced a, a large swath of what what the last leg of PS4 is going to be. Yeah. It's so like Last of Us 2. Um oh, there's a few other ones. A few other exclusives that are yeah. uh coming their Another way. The remastering Crash Bandicoot's uh racing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Yeah, that that's coming out good. next month, I think. Yeah. So it's yeah, right around. And it looks corner. pretty good. I, I love that game. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's there's a few exclusives that you know they've already announced. So there's I I, I kind of agree. There's not really a reason for them to be there, especially when yeah. they have their own shows. Yeah, and 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 to be honest with you, I prefer when when I would prefer a company just skip it altogether than to come through and just show us what we've already seen. Yeah, because that's what they've done in the past years. Yeah. it's like hey, look at this thing, and it's like dog, we. We're already excited about this. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see more cinematics from Last of Us. Yeah. I'm going to get Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a, what's it called? Uh, that that samurai game. Uh, S- Sashima. Uh, yeah, uh, the shadow, Shadows Die Twice or whatever. Uh, no, 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 that's, no, no, the, that's, that's the, the Dark Souls one yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that already came out. That already came out. 
the yeah, I know which one you're talking uh, about. Tsushima. Su- uh, Tsushima. Sushi. Sushimi. Sushimi. Sh- <laughs> it's not Sushimi. Sushimi. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, Sumrai. Uh, da, 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 Ghosts of Tsushima. Ghosts of Tsushima. Yes, and that shit looks that looks great. Looks great. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's that's why PlayStation wasn't there. I'm I'm pretty sure. So we already know what's coming down the pipe, and uh, we don't really need to know more until they're ready to announce more. Yeah. So, so it was more of um, and like you said, Sony has their own they have their own shows now. So yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, I you know there's still a few standouts this year. I feel. Oh, there was some fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get into it? Let's do it. All right. So basically, we're just gonna kind of um, take a look at the highlights from E3. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, we're gonna just talk about some of the highlights. Yeah, we won't talk about all of them because we'd be here all night. Yeah. But um. All right, let's let's do it. Let's rock and roll. Uh, there is an untitled currently Zelda Breath of the Wild two, which that that one was pretty interesting because it kind of goes along the lines of what we were just talking about of like if you don't have anything, why even announce it? Yeah, because it looked like all they had was that could have been rehashed material from the first one. It looked like it. Yeah. So, uh, I you know I think it was smart of them to do it though because that was their that was their but wait. There's one more thing, and that's how they announced it. Oh, so that it was, was a big, the yeah. It was the very last thing they said. Oh, okay, okay. So I feel like it was a nice capper. Yeah, I will say it would have been nice to at least have a title. Yeah. See, but, the, the thing is, when we, you know, because I don't, I'm gonna just be honest with you guys right now. I don't sit through the entire E3. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't sit through these guys like, you know, breathlessly. Uh, you guys are you guys are gonna fucking love this the gameplay when you press the X button you're gonna fucking do this here's thing. a stilted exec talking <laughs> on stage yeah I can't now the good thing though uh, the, I also have grown out of that face yeah <laughs> and now just wait until they have all the all the trailers right yeah uh, the thing with Nintendo's though is it's a Nintendo Direct which yes. they do it in a much more modern way where it's it's not a press conference it's just a video a youtube video that they put together um they have their execs up there that speak and stuff but it's all edited it's all slick Mm -hmm. uh gets to the point pretty quickly and it's just basically a bunch of trailers that's good so it's like a half hour long doesn't overstay it's welcome you see everything you need and it gets out that's it that's smart so i you know me and me and my uh co-worker just went to a conference room and watched it on lunch and yeah, we saw the that, entire thing, and it was great. See, that works. I, I'm into that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looks darker than Breath of the Wild, and it seems like they might be going the route of, like, a Majora's Mask yeah. versus Ocarina of Time, which I'm all about. Oh, oh, uh, before I forget, that was the reason that I brought that up, that I don't watch them, is because watching that trailer on its own, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But with the context that it was tacked on at the end just right. to kind of get people's mouths watering yeah. basically yeah yeah it makes more way sense. more sense yeah and uh, you know you kind of i i appreciate that more mm-hmm. now well especially because there was no leak of that oh well, i mean i i guess there was a leak uh but most people didn't know about a new zelda game coming out yeah so, that so was if you're kind of sitting there 
and you're watching all this shit and you're like this looks this is going to be amazing and then like one more thing and it's mm-hmm. fucking Zelda I can only imagine people just wetting oh, themselves yeah. oh, yeah. that that'd be that's yeah uh moving on with uh more Nintendo mm-hmm. we have Super Smash Bros Ultimate Banjo Kazooie Banjo Kazooie reveal now that's that's good stuff. Long awaited. Yeah. Um, pretty surprised they're able to make the deal, but I guess after Nintendo and uh, Xbox have been playing nice for the past few months, it makes sense. Yeah, and apparently it was easy. Yeah. They talked to the guy who, um, the guy at Xbox who basically Phil, licensed these things out. Uh, Phil, Phil Spencer. Yeah. yeah. And somebody asked him on Twitter a while ago, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, would you let them have Banjo Kazooie <laughs> back?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, definitely, sure." sure. And then. It's kind of funny. Uh, uh, sorry to cut you off, no, but good. on the reveal where it shows like them in, in like their art yes. pose, the still, yeah. it says raring to go. Yeah. This is rare. Yeah. Rare is the developer. Yeah. So when they finally did the deal, mm-hmm. they were like, it was smooth sailing. They were just like, yeah, yeah this is, do that. Yes. Here. Well, it, and it you makes, know, put in the game. it makes perfect sense now because of how friendly they've been. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was announced like three months ago, I think that, uh, there's going to be Xbox Live support on Nintendo consoles. That's really cool. Or on Switch, I should say, because there's not really anything else. Yeah. Um, so I, I think once that was done, they've become much closer. Yeah. And left Sony on their own to do their own thing because mm-hmm. they are the big dogs right now. So I think Xbox humbled themselves enough to be like, let's team up and, yeah. you know, try to save face a little bit and do do some nice things for the fans. Yeah. Um, and it's working. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, and, and why not? Yeah. You know, why not? Yeah. What, what are you going to lose? What harm is going to be done from just playing nice a little bit? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like they're making a banjo Kazooie game that we know of on Xbox. That's an exclusive that would cannibalize, you know, the character. No. Well, they're, all they're doing is I think they're remastering it for the Xbox Arcade or I whatever. I haven't even heard that. I just uh, I know it came out on the um, the Rare Replay Maybe, game. Mm, I thought I read something. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it it, it can't help to uh, or it can't hurt to just you know play nice, you know. Be nice, okay. Um, then there's also Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, which that looks really. It was supposed to be a 2019 game. It's now a 2020 game. A little disappointed in that, but uh, you know, again, it's one of those situations where it's it's fine. Take your time, um, as long as it comes out good. Yeah, for me at least. Uh, um, did you did you play a lot of Animal Crossing? You know, I didn't play tons, but I've always loved the game because I the little bit I have played, it's, it's been very addicting yeah. for me. And it's just so, so gosh darn cute. Yeah, it's so fucking adorable. <clears throat> um, the best, the, and that's that's why, that's the best part about the fact that um, uh, Villager in Smash yeah. is just so deadly. Yeah, such a monster. It's so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> because they're so fucking adorable. Yeah, the game itself is so adorable. It's so cute, mm-hmm. and then and then he'll smash you to hell. Rex Town, I love it. I love it. Yep. Yeah, that looks fun. There's um, a new like camping island aesthetic. Yeah. So I mean, at, at this point, I think, 
I think <laughs> I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to get a Switch now. <laughs> okay. I think there's enough games that I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I got a whole uh, six months yeah. that I could just. Oh, you've got a library to jump into at this mm-hmm. point. And all and and like, you know, this is kind of off topic, but the Nintendo Switch. Dare I say, Nintendo really has knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Well, after completely failing with the Wii U, yeah, like this is incredible. This is this is this is. I mean, well, I mean, basically, it's what the Wii U should, should have been. been. Yeah, and it's like the Wii U was like this holdover thing mm-hmm. where they were like, we know what we want to do. We can't do it right now, though. But we're gonna give you this piece of shit broken. <laughs> Here's the of what we want to do. Here's the toy version. Here's the idea, anyway. Here's the flimsy, plastic, awful idea. Mm -hmm. And then when the Switch came out, you're like, nah, nah, this is it. But not just that the the console itself is a success, but the games that have come out for it have been shockingly consistent. Well, and not only that, but it's given new life to games that didn't get enough shine the first time. Mm Mm-hmm. So all the stuff that was deserted on Wii U is now having a new life on the Switch. Right. And now it's actually portable. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's great. I, I love my Switch. Yeah. And I got it basically because I was traveling a lot and it, it, it fit the bill for that. But since I haven't been traveling as much anymore, I still, I use it almost every day. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's awesome. There's so many good uh, indies and, you know, big exclusives for it all the nintendo charm chef kiss games mm-hmm. you know like the marios and the the zeldas and the dong day day. <laughs> um yeah it's great it's great system super handy yeah love it so good for them yes and all of these everything that's that was shown at e3 this year just more reason to just go out and get one yeah there wasn't i don't feel like there was a, a major um a major release announced other than Zelda. Yeah. There wasn't another like Mario game announced, but no. I don't feel like they really needed one right now. No. Well, and we've got Mario Maker 2 coming out. Yeah. Or is it already out? Nope. It's coming out. Coming out. Yeah. I think it's coming out in November. I think it's just, like I said, just the consistency of the games that have come out. It's been mm-hmm. like, I mean, I I can't think of a clunker that they've put out right. this year or and period. See, the thing is it, it, it's a little scary that we're moving into the next generation of consoles because that means the the gap between the Switch and uh, what a PS5 can do mm-hmm. is going to be that much wider. Yeah. So I think we're going to see many more exclusives for the Switch now because it's just going to be too hard to port stuff yeah. from PS5 onto the Switch. It's going to look like crap. Yeah, the, right. The difference. <clears throat> well, so. and that, and that's why it's good that they that they completely get away from, you know, trying to but fight Call the console of Duty. wars. Yeah, don't, don't port those games. No. Don't try to, you, you know, don't fuck that. Why? Play to your strengths. Right. You know, this is like I'm I'm not a big um, I'm not a big portable gamer. I mean, I had a PSP, barely played it. I watched porn on it. That was pretty <laughs> much it. Um. PS porn, am I right? PS porn. <laughs> uh, and I never had a DS. I never had any of the, any of the Nintendo. Uh, I mean, obviously, I had Game Boys. But yeah, the the latest Game Boy I had, I think, was the Color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was pretty much when I... I, I had a Game Boy Advance. That was the last I was going to say, I, I may have had an Advance for a little bit, but that's as far as I went. After yeah. that, 
stopped. I no, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not going to use a fucking stylus. No I'm DS. Not, no, no 3DS. Yeah, I don't. I don't need two screens. I don't need it to be 3D. All no. that shit to me was was child's play. Yeah. But Switch, that's some, that's some grown shit. Mm-hmm. That's grown shit. That's right a there. bad bitch. Mm-hmm. That's a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, continuing yes, on on Switch. Yeah. Uh, we didn't watch this one together, but Luigi's Mansion Three. Yeah. Um, looked great. Yes. Looked very very good. Yes. Um. Honestly, Again, more shit to just yeah. It's it looks like you know just the, the what you'd expect a continuation of what made Luigi's Mansion one and two so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also they add in a two player co op mode and a four player what they call uh, scare scraper mode. Okay. So it's it's like I think a competitive like points based game. Yeah, where you're all hunting down different um, ghosts and getting your way up this skyscraper. Mm. This haunted skyscraper. So it all looked really cool. Yeah. And I'm into it. So just another thing to add to your list. I'll get my Switch. You'll be on your Switch. Yeah. We'll play. I'll be in my room. You'll be in your room. We'll play together. Just giggling. <laughs> um, then. Look at that. He looked up like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, boy, oh, howdy. Uh, very Blade Runner. Boy, oh. <laughs> And I'm all, all about the way it. in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, everything that I've seen from this game so far has just—I'm just like, yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, you, yep. You're doing all the right things. You're making my dick hard. <laughs> well, I, you know, I implicitly trust CD Projekt Red mm-hmm. to make something of quality <clears throat> yeah. after Witcher. Um, so the, the, the fact that they're switching over to something that I think is a bit more close to my jam. Mm-hmm. With uh, with a cyberpunk aesthetic, yeah. um, just has me really excited. Yeah. And on top of that, they add Keanu Reeves to it. Yeah. That was the big thing from E3. Which his name, Johnny Silverhand. Johnny Silverhand. It's just beautiful. It's amazing. Art. Come on, man. Uh, moving on, we have Marvel's Avengers by Crystal Dynamics, the same people who did Tomb Raider. Now let's talk about this. Let's talk. Let's unpack. Let's unpack. This. Let's unpack this a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, this is a Marvel game, right? It's Marvel Avengers. Marvels. Marvels Avengers. Avengers. It's their Avengers. Yes. This isn't just these. This isn't like some like third party. No, it, it's like Marvel's uh, Spider Man. Yeah. This is a game made by them mm-hmm. with all of the material that you need. Right. So. Somebody please tell me, <laughs> what are we looking at? Why are all of the characters the aunts and uncles they, of the actors <laughs> from they, the movie? Wait, they look like the version of the Avengers that they put on like cruise ships <laughs> yeah, exactly. for the shows? They they look like cosplayers. Yeah. yeah. They look like people who vaguely, you're like... Mm-hmm. I could see why you thought it's like that you it, would look it, like Tony. It's it's uh it's stunt doubles that they yes. stay on for too long. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you're like, all right, something's off. Yeah, about it's a that. little little off. They're all just a little off. That's my biggest criticism, and <clears throat> the fact that they make them. And I understand. I mean, you have to make like the characters look like what they look like. Yeah. Right. The comic books now emulate the MCU a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So you're not left with a lot of wiggle room as far as like artistic interpretation of what does Thor look like? 
or what does Tony Stark look like? Yeah. So you kind of have to play within a certain tool set to to make your character, you know, fit what that character is. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I I feel like they made a terrible mistake by making them so so close to the MCU, mm-hmm. but not quite. Yeah. Because that only leads to comparisons, and that's what makes it look cheap. That's what makes it look like a knockoff. Yeah. If they distanced themselves more, uh, made them not facially look like them at all, mm-hmm. changed their style up a little bit, something. Yeah, their their character design. It's 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 that they it's that every single thing about them is MCU minus their facial structure. It, it looks like and they, their voices. It obviously. looks like they couldn't get the actors. Yeah, that's, that's all, all it, it looks is. like. It looks like they could get close enough where they didn't have to pay the actors. Mm-hmm. I, what I don't understand is um I, I'm just confused like does 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 Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans and and everyone else they own their own likeness? Yeah. Well, uh, if not the MCU owns their likeness for those characters. But that's what I'm saying like how how could they not just model the characters after them? Well, they wouldn't would, they have they'd have to they'd that have to be part of their contract. And mm. because I'm sure this game wasn't in development when their contracts were originally created. Yeah. Um that doesn't even matter in my opinion. I I don't think that they even tried to get those actors. I think no, it was No, I mean cuz if they had to pay each one of them individually, it costs a fucking fortune. Oh yeah. It'd be game. like making another movie. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I think that they they went the Spider-Man route, which isn't a bad route because Marvel Spider-Man on PlayStation is a great game. Yeah. Fantastic. He doesn't look like any of the Spider-Men though. Like he doesn't look like Tom Holland. He doesn't no. sound like Tom Holland. No, he's a he's a different interpretation. He's his of own character. character. Right, he's his own character. Everything about him save for being the same character, it's right. different. Right. So, may and again, we're basing this off of a trailer. Maybe maybe it's better in the game itself. Um, well, I mean, the game itself looks incredible. Yeah, it looks and it looks like it's gonna play amazing. I, I hope so because the other problem I have with it is the story reveals that they've had in it. Because just like the characters to me, it seems like they're going off of a vague interpretation of Endgame and Civil War. Mm. Where Tony's yeah. pissed off because you know the Avengers messed something up and lost, and yeah. you know it, that entire tone is bitten from those two movies. Yeah, and, and you're not going to get a faceless voice actor. No offense. Well, they got some of the is. they got some of the best voice actors in the game. Even if you got fucking Troy Baker, he's they, not going to outact Robert Downey Jr. It's mm-hmm. not happening. Yeah. It's just not happening. He doesn't have the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just being a voice actor, he just doesn't like it. It. He's at a loss. Yeah. Well, There's, he's uh, working from a loss. Well, and I think it's important to note too, putting talent aside, putting acting talent aside, these facial animations and stuff aren't their faces either. Right. That's it's what like, I'm saying. He's yeah. He, he doesn't have the. He literally doesn't have the opportunity right. to do better than what they did on yeah. screen. Because they have they have Troy Baker, I, I'm pretty sure, and they have Nolan North. Oh, so, so like I mean, both you of those, top of the line, yeah, guys, top two dudes. Yeah. So even with them, like, <laughs> in comparison to a live action film where you have you know people who have encapsulated these characters for 
Yeah. Nine years or whatever. Uh, was ten it? years. Ten years. Uh, you you can't you can't draw that comparison because yeah. you're gonna lose. Yeah, you're you're just setting them at a disadvantage. It's not fair to the to the actors, honestly. No. So to to you can't you just you just can't compare them. It's no. just not fair. Yeah. So bad first impression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. It looks like a lot of money was put into it, but. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's just and Crystal Dynamics is a great studio. Mm-hmm. Like the the uh, Tomb Raider remakes were really good. Yeah. Um. So I have faith it's going to play well. But yeah, the game will probably be fun, but it's just going to take you out of it so much when all you can think about is like, that's not Chris Evans. <laughs> You're not right. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. Uh, looks really good. Yeah. Looks really good. You know something that um is bothering me though about it is uh i kind of <clears throat> in all my excitement about seeing the game look the way that it does yeah and play Modern. that way that it looks it looks like it's gonna play mm-hmm. um all, all of that excitement kind of distracted me from the fact that it's still episodic yeah and i brought this up to you when we were watching it but i kind of wanted to expand on it a little bit that bothers me mm-hmm. i don't like that and I'm trying to reconcile that because they're putting so much into the game. Mm-hmm. It's supposedly going to be bigger, better. Well, they've they've said that it's going to be the first chapter of the game or whatever. The, mm-hmm. the, the first, uh, I guess, the first game of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Uh, it's all going to be in Midgar, which is, if you know Final Fantasy VII, it's kind of like the first third of the game, basically. Yeah. Um, but that alone is gonna have to be on two Blu-rays. Yeah. So they're saying it's been it's fleshed been. out. It's been fleshed out so much that it it makes it its own game. Yeah. No, basically. I get I get that, and that's dope. But my issue is, if I'm gonna have to pay full price for the second part of the same game, mm-hmm. what's gonna be different? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, make it as large as you want, but if the second iteration of the game is just this game, just it was too big, we had to put it on. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you you buy the sequel to a game because they do new things with it. Yeah, they put new shit in it, new mechanics, new everything is is supposedly different. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's a Madden game. Yeah, but everything Ooh. should be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But everything should be new and 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 it should be larger and it should be there should be more shit to do mm-hmm. and all this like that's the point. Yeah. Or you just keep putting out DLC a la Destiny or right, Overwatch. Right, right. Yeah. Why make a sequel when this one still works? Yeah. So why am I gonna pay full retail price for the same game? Well, it's not. It's not the same game. The remake is literally a remake. Like they're they're remaking it from the bottom up. So it's a brand new experience. Yeah, no, no. I I will pay full retail price for this iteration, the one that's still in Mid, uh, all in Midgar. Midgar, right? I want to pay full price right. for that. Yeah. I'm saying when the next episode comes out, uh-huh. what's going to be different about that that I have to pay full price for another game just because of the size of the game? My hope, my hope is that the they've taken that into account. And what it is, is they are able to kind of bookend each of those episodes 
into their own self-contained stories. So it's almost like more of like a uh, more of like a movie series. Mm-hmm. So they chop it up into almost let's say they make it a trilogy. They make it like a Star Wars trilogy. It's this epic where you know this one thing stands on its own, but then you watch the sequel and it's its own thing too with its own vibe and you know it expands on what you've seen before but yeah it within itself is sort of a self-contained story that has to do with a larger world yeah and then they do the same thing with the next one and each of those by the end of it have a satisfactory conclusion that you can each game to each game that you can be like okay this is a logical at least a logical stopping point yeah where you don't feel like all right. Well, this says to be continued, and I have to wait now. It's a, it's like an eternal wait to change discs in the old PlayStation. Right. You know, please switch discs to number three, and yeah. it's like you're you're waiting another three years until the next one comes out. Yeah. See that you that know? would piss me the fuck off. Yeah. We so, waited this whole time for this. Right. Then we'll wait another three years for well, them I mean, to put the next one out. Realistically, uh, I don't doubt that. When this entire thing's over with, uh, the new generation of systems will already be out. Mm-hmm. There will probably be like a re-remaster yeah. <laughs> on the new ones. And see, that that's the kind of shit that like, you know, I just don't like. I feel, I don't like feeling swindled. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like, you know, all of this good will and all of this charm from the games and all these you know people are cheering at the E3 and I'm just I just feel like I'm in the back of the auditorium going you mm. idiots <laughs> fools they're fucking robbing us man mm-hmm. that's a I I hope I'm wrong yeah well I mean that would I would understand how you felt if if it was clear that they were just padding this thing out mm. just just to pad it out but if if the game is substantial enough that they add enough side stories and they they flesh out this i mean for all of its its you know all of its it, it, its praises final fantasy 7 it came out a long time ago mm-hmm. if you go back and play it now it's still a great game but it's primitive mm-hmm. so in order to make it a modern game i'm sure they went back and they're like okay you know narratively we need to do this mm-hmm. um gameplay wise we need to do that Systems wise, we have to do this and all that. Maybe when they put the cards all together, ended up being a much larger stack than they originally intended. And they saw that and said, this is so big that it's its own thing. I mean, I hope so. I hope so. Because Final Fantasy seven was already, you know, legendary in its, in its, um, not just, how good the game was, but in its in its size. Yeah. At the time, you're like three discs. Oh my god. For one game. Yeah. Well, it was the first three D Final Fantasy. Yeah. So. And it was amazing. Yeah, it's great. And we don't need to sit here and talk about how good Final Fantasy VII is. No. But the thing is, it was already a large game. Is my point. Right. And obviously, you know, you can't just directly port that over and and call that. A remake, right? That's a remaster. Yeah, and they already did that, right? Um, So I'm not asking for that, but I just want justification as to why I now have to pay 120 to 180 dollars for one game. That makes feeling better. It'll be over like 10 years, so you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, moving on. Move on. Watchdogs Legion. Yeah. 
this takes place in a post Brexit London, which is kind of post apocalyptic <laughs> <laughs> for them. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, uh, it, it looks better than I was expecting. Cause I have no interest in, uh, watchdogs as a series. Yep. Uh, the, <laughs> Siri agrees. Thanks, Siri. Um, yeah, the, she doesn't really agree. She's being kind of snarky. A about little bit, it. yeah. Uh, so the big, the big reveal for this game is that you can recruit any NPC. Yeah, and become that person. So it seemed a lot of people are making um, comparisons to the uh, what was it, the Lord of the Rings game. You remember the oh, one uh, where uh, uh, Shadow, Shadow of War, War and Shadow yeah, of Mordor? Shadow of Mordor, yeah. That system of the the orcs where they auto-generate like this history of the orc yeah. and what they're afraid of and what their strength is and all this yeah. stuff. Those are, you know, like auto-generating its its own thing that just it's a it's a algorithm that pumps these things out. And it's pretty fucking amazing. It's pretty cool. So they're saying that it's pretty similar to that. That's how it works is that like any NPC that you choose They'll auto-generate a history for that person, what their strengths, what their weaknesses are, yeah. what their abilities are. And so you can literally choose anybody, and it will suddenly make a backstory about that person for you. Okay. So it seems really like that's a revolutionary thing, yeah. mechanic in a game. Um, but if they pull it off, <laughs> bravo. That's yeah, and that's to awesome. say because Watch Dogs, um, you know, they, I think that they've been doing a lot of lot of good things some things have kind of faltered and it's mm-hmm. kind of like the strength of their good ideas have propelled them to the point where they can make a third game right but uh yeah this is pretty ambitious yeah that's the word for it yeah uh but we'll see i don't know looks pretty cool mm-hmm. pretty cool that's coming from somebody who does not care about watchdogs same um moving on borderlands 3 yeah that was another one that i was like you know everybody loves this game but mm-hmm. I mean, I just I I didn't play it that much. I played it, yeah. Um, and I like it. It's a good game. It's fun. I play. Yeah. I, I I have Borderlands too, and I like it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I know that it has this this like, uh, ravenous fan base. Yeah. You know, I uh, I came into it late. I got the uh, Handsome Jack collection. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of how I got into them. Uh, apparently, the reason it has such a big fan base is because. The way it's supposed to be played, kind of using air quotes, is co-op. Mm. So it's a great like party game. You get I don't mean party game like Mario Party, but like a game that you get all your friends together or like you know three of your other friends together. Yeah. Get this group together and kind of destiny like go in pre-destiny, yeah. loot stuff, uh, beat these bosses, go through all these levels and stuff. And it's apparently a lot of fun to yeah. play with friends. Hmm. So. Uh, that has me kind of excited because I, I feel like pe- people are more adjusted to that type of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think going online, and I'm not an online dude, mm-hmm. but I think there's a good opportunity because people are more ready to play like that now, like online co-op. The problem is the people that I the people that I play with, they're all so adverse to PVE. And I'm talking to you, South. I'm talking <laughs> to you, Eddie. And I'm talking to you, Ryan. I'm talking to you, Brandon. Mm-hmm. I'm naming you sons of bitches. If you ever listen to this episode, I'm ta- I'm calling you out. They're so adverse to PVE. Mm-hmm. Like it just I'm like 
dude, it's fun. Yeah. It can be really fun if everyone plays it the way like um like uh like 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 playing Destiny. Yeah. That I mean, going through those raids with people who have like all a common goal and we all like, yeah. it's fucking At its best, it's fun. great. Yeah. So something like this, so like Apparently, we both did not take advantage of how good Borderlands could be. Right. So, and I still enjoyed it. I played it yeah. as a single player game, and it was fun. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I'd, I'd definitely be interested in this if like we get a little group going together. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, there's a new Beastmaster, uh, character that looks like it could be pretty fun. And he's voiced by that uh that kid from Vine. Oh really? Yeah, the uh, the the Asian dude who does all the voices. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yep. He's really funny. That's oh, cool. that reminds me. Um, the controversy with Borderlands. Did you see this about Chris oh, Hardwick? Uh, no, not with Chris Hardwick. There have been so many controversies with Borderlands. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, the latest okay, what has happened? been that they're bringing back his character, Okay. and he's coming back to voice him. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, Chris Hardwick is still getting work. Jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's how we feel? So there's a lot of people who are against it. They're like, "Oh man, that sucks." Like I like Borderlands, but I'm not gonna play the fucking game. So I don't know. That's the thing. Okay. I mean, you know, with with him, you know, I don't want to get into the weeds with with uh, the allegations and whatnot. But you know, I, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I mean, it is what it is. You feel how you feel about mm-hmm. it. Let's just say, like. That's the information at hand. If you don't want to support the game because Hardwick is uh, attached to it, more power to you. I'm yep. not going to fucking, the, you know, that's, that's on you. The bigger controversies with the CEO, Randy Pitchford, uh, he's apparently a, a big old dick. Um, is and he I'll, also in the Me Too shit or just he's just a fucking asshole? Um, a little bit. I, I don't think specifically with the Me Too, he's just been looked at as like a monster. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, with his with his employees just being a huge dickhead, yeah, um, and with critics and just yeah. Oh, what a coincidence! That's what they say about Hardwick. Yeah, and and also, um, there's this entire side controversy. I'm not going to get into. Apparently, he had like barely legal porn that he put onto a thumb drive Ooh. that also had like company information on it. Somebody stole it. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah. what's barely legal porn? Eighteen year olds. I don't know. So. Yeah, I, I I mean, can we confirm that they're really 18? If we can confirm that they're barely I don't know, 18, man. I don't have it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, oh no, I, I get what you you're saying. Get your hands on that thumb drive. I get what you're saying. The controversy was more about uh somebody came out saying like this dude is an asshole. Yeah. Um he's been in, like basically embezzling money mm-hmm. from his employees taking the, the bonuses for himself that's not cool uh and on top of that is a big skis yeah so okay. yeah. you know it, it's more of a character thing than yes. like a character illegal. assassination yes. <laughs> well no anyway. i'm not defending this dude fuck him i don't know this dude this dude this i was gonna say guy and dude at the same time <laughs> he's a good this dude uh like, anyway i like good good's good i like good uh, uh, but yeah, anyway, good, the game man. the game looks pretty cool. Yeah, more of the same, but looks pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, also Tales from Borderlands. If you can find that game, play it. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, Baldur's Gate three. The only Baldur's note I Gate. the only note I have on this is Squid Boys. Squid Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just all look like a bunch of Cthulhu's. And um, yeah, Baldur's Gate's cool though. You ever played Baldur's Gate? Nope. It's it's a cool co op. 
kind of kind of kind of RPG beat 'em up. It's kind of like uh, Diablo. Oh, cool. Yeah, super cool. It's I like played a, it. Um, that arcade game. Yes, uh, Legends or something. Something uh, like that. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I do. Where every each you're, you're like a magician and uh-huh. a fucking warrior or yeah. a wizard, a magician, a wizard <laughs> magician. <laughs> he can't do anything. He's just take this fucking rabbit. <laughs> and they just rip his yeah. arms off. <laughs> Enjoy your cards. <laughs> um, yeah, that game. That's yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Because I saw Dungeons and Dragons down at the bottom, so I was like, Are they advertising a, a card game and RPG mm. like a uh, uh, IRL RPG. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wasn't no, sure what it was. Yeah, no, there's definitely heavy RPG elements, but it's it's kind of played like that. At least the version that I played on PS2, I think it was back in the day. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. I remember playing that. Okay, um, I'm always down for some fucking beat 'em ups, man. Yeah, I just don't think that we the uh, companies do enough uh, couch co-op beat 'em ups. Mm-hmm. I miss them. It's my favorite. It's my favorite genre of video game. It's mm-hmm. the most fun. Just side scrolling or, you know, wherever you want to go with it. Yeah. The um something we up. we missed this this year is they had a trailer apparently for uh Battletoads. Speaking of beat em ups. Like a new Battletoads. A new, new Battletoads, yeah. So How could you keep this information from me? Sorry. Sorry. I mean I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is it going to be just on Xbox? I don't know. Probably. I think they own the rights to Battletoads. Uh, yeah, so, that's what yeah. I thought. Uh, well, we're going to talk about this yeah, later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look at it. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, no idea, but people are disappearing. This is a perfect opportunity to remind you. Watch The Leftovers. <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. You would think that you worked on that show. I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is a action RPG and it looks to be the like first couple seasons of Dragon Ball Z. I don't really understand. Yeah, I don't know what's going to be different about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm always down for some Dragon Ball Z, but if it's just Do you just customize your character? Like uh, your your Goku? I mean, that's what they did with um the the uh, Xenoverse or whatever the uh-huh. fuck it was. It was like a a a, a massive multiplayer. But if it's I mean, it looks like it's based on just Goku. Unless it's like this thing where it's like, um, you know, your character steps in the shoes of Kakarot, Ugh. which that would, yeah, that would piss me off. I don't want to do that. And if it's just playing the narrative, it's like, I don't want to do that either. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope it's something different. That trailer did not give me no uh, high hopes for the game. No. Uh, Elden Ring, which is the George R.R. R. Martin and... From software game. Yeah, that looked interesting. Interesting. Uh, we did got no gameplay. We got no idea of gameplay. Yeah, we just it's, got we just got a. Vague, it, was a it was a mood piece. Yeah, it was a it was. dip into the universe. As dips into universes go, I would say you know if we're comparing it to something like the first time we saw Death Stranding, for instance. Mm-hmm. Not on the level, no. but still interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I mean, his name is pretty. It's a pretty big name. Yeah, you know, to attach to a video game it looms know. large. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to something completely different: Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> yeah, we should have talked about this earlier. Where we were talking about <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo and games, all the yeah. like goofball games. Yeah, but yeah, no. Uh, you know, 
a finally official Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. No Pokemon that's, Go, no that, Let's Go. And that's TV. not on a handheld. Yeah. Like technically. Actual game. Full-fledged. The full-fledged new generation. World looks bigger. Generation. World looks bigger to explore. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And they're finally doing what, you know, everybody's always wanted, which is like, you know, let your character run around, uh, let you encounter actual Pokemon in the game, mm-hmm. not just random encounters. Yeah, in in tall grass, like yeah. you actually see the Pokemon. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really curious to see how the fight mechanics are. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks looks cool. I mean, I'm I'm I don't like pokemon anymore <laughs> like I, I just didn't know any other like a more articulate way to say that okay i i love pokemon mm-hmm. like the concept you're just not in love with pokemon I, yeah i fell out of love yeah i'm sorry I, it's not them it's, it's no it's totally them yeah. it's not me because i would love to play like if they did like a remaster of gold and silver for instance mm-hmm. i love the storyline of gold and silver I love the Pokemon from Gold and Silver. Yeah. I'm just, I can't keep up. They're at like 800 Pokemon yeah. now. I, I will be honest with you. I stopped playing mainline Pokemon after Gold. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Same with me. Like, that was it. Yeah. That was it for me. I just, the, I just. The, and honestly, the only ones that I played hardcore were blue, red, and yellow. Mm. Those were the ones I like completely beat all the way. No, I I played gold and silver again and again and again and again. No, no, no. I wasn't on board for that. No, I loved them. No, I I was too busy with Pokemon Snap. <laughs> yeah, Snap and Stadium. That's when all are they I gonna need. When are they gonna make a Snap too? Man? I don't know. They need to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, it looks cool. They have new co-op battles, which mm-hmm. seems pretty interesting. That looks fun. And it looked it looked like Final Fantasy. They were fighting <laughs> yeah. a big uh, Gyarados. Uh huh. And uh, there's this new ability to make your Pokemon real big. That bothered me. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. That bothered me. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, I will say, though, this is an instant buy for me because they have a Corgi Pokemon. They do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's an electric type, and he's adorable. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this is going to be the first Pokemon I buy in f- probably 15 years or something. Eh, and why not? Yeah. Fuck it. Maybe I'll buy it, too, and we'll... We'll we'll figure out what we've been missing. I call sword. All right, I'll get shield. All right, let's do it. Okay, and uh, then because they historically do like exclusive Pokemon for each. Oh, they're game, definitely doing that. Yeah, we'll we be able to trade, trade each other. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, there's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Mm. It looks okay. Yeah, it's fine. People weren't happy about it though. Yeah, the people have spoken and <laughs> they're against this game. Mm. From what I've seen, people not happy about. They said it's basically just current gen, uh, uh, um, uh, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed, thank you. Yeah. And it's like, we already got Force Unleashed. What do we need this for? Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the main character. Mm-hmm. He just looks like a fucking ginger soy boy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I just thought that would be a funny turn of phrase. Well. But I, I don't, <laughs> he just looks like a dweeb. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of this character. Like, he just, I just not a fan. Yeah. 
Sorry if he's modeled after a real person. He, oh, he, he definitely <laughs> is. So yeah, whatever. He, he's guy. modeled after the dude that uh, plays the Joker in uh, Gotham. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He looks like that guy. Yeah, well, he's modeled <laughs> he after that him. guy. <laughs> you don't say. Guy. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, whatever. He's that guy, yeah. I I don't. I'm not a fan. Okay. He just doesn't look like. I mean. That's not a kind of person that I want to embody. <laughs> it's just, I, I just don't want. I just don't want to play as that guy. What if he goes over this journey that he becomes this badass by the end? That of would it? be fun, and yeah. I probably will never know because I'm not going to play. The, no, I'm going to play the game. I'm a Star Wars fanatic. Of yeah. course, I'm going to get it. Yeah, I'm going to play it. You know, I'm, I'm just excited that there's. It, it seems like they're expanding the universe a little bit with this. Yeah, and obviously, it's 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 not an old EU extended universe thing. Uh, like a, a, a what do they call myths now or whatever mm-hmm. uh, legends yeah the, legends. the, the uh, non-canon stuff the non-canon or canon canon non-canon right so this is a canon story yeah um so i'm excited to see how they expand that time period that is it's kind of rife for uh yeah because this is um, for, set between three and four yeah and has to be given the characters involved before um before Rogue One, Rogue One yeah. right before Rogue One. So yeah, it could even be no. It has to be after three. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just after because they. But it can't. It's not just before four. It's like it's oh. way before Rogue One because Forrest Whitaker's character looks like way younger. He's yeah. in the field. He right. looks active. Like it looks, and there's still Jedi. So yeah. it's probably maybe. The, yeah, this is after. This is just. It seems like it's just after they kill all the Jedi. Yeah, so it's probably just after three. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting time period to explore. So I'm excited about that, at least narratively. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah, that looked fun. John John Bernthal. Bernthal. Just tearing it up. Yep. I mean, the guy just, he can't miss, man. He can't miss. I love anything that this dude does. Yeah. 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 Uh, Doom Eternal. Oh, yeah, that looked fun. Yeah. Um, You're a big fan of Doom. Oh, God, I love Doom. And uh, it just looks like more of that. It's it more of the same, super fun. But you get a grappling hook this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all about it. I love Doom so much. If you haven't played Doom, go play Doom. Yeah, it looks, it looks, it looks amazing. Like it's bright and dark at the same time. Like it's very colorful mm-hmm. and not like and gruesome. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. There's just it's visually striking. Yeah. So yeah. that look, yeah, it looked good. Uh, and finally, the last one on our list is Wolfenstein Bloodlines. Yeah, and that's a. That's that's a direct sequel, right? It or? it is, but it takes place a uh, few years down the line. Yeah. After the last Wolfenstein, uh, this one takes place in the eighties, actually. Oh, okay. Um, but it, the alternate history eighties, obviously, where yeah. the Nazis won. Yeah. And so, you know, it's everything is slightly different. And the main character from the first two Wolfenstein prequels. I don't know. What BJ Blazkowicz. Yeah, he's uh, he's old and shit. He's yeah, well, grizzled. he's. I think he's missing. <laughs> it sounded like it from the narrative, like yeah. they were trying to find him. I want to say he's missing in this story, but you're playing as his daughters. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it looks Ugh, female protagonist. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, it looks cool. Uh, I. I, I, you know, it looks like it's going to be fun as a co-op game. I just hope that it's also fun if you play by yourself. Yeah. Because I, you know, those games are traditionally single-player experiences. And because you want to play by yourself. I'd love to play by myself. You want to play with yourself. Yes. Yes. 
I I'm digging the uh, slightly aged aesthetic to it too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what's the what 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 stands out the most to you? What was the thing that really got your dick hard? Well, uh, probably Cyberpunk. Yeah. I think that's the one that I, I mean, mind you, that's not that's not gameplay or anything. It's just more of like who a, cares? It's exciting. It, it does. Yeah. It, the the like we said about uh, what's what's the Gerard. Tolkien, Elden, <laughs> J, George R R Tolkien, George R R Tolkien, the Elden Ring game. Yes. we said that was like a mood piece, right? Yeah. So cyberpunk, kind of, but it did it so much better. Yeah, and it told well, a story. And they've already shown gameplay. Yeah, they have shown gameplay. So, so it, yeah, like they, I feel like that that trailer did enough to inform you of the the world that you're inhabiting yeah. in that game. And it seems really well thought out. It seems like a, a complex narrative and world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that has me excited about it. I don't care if there's no gameplay in it. Uh, it just looks cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. I'm yeah. digging the aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably my my big one, along with Zelda, because mm-hmm. it just seems cool. But I feel like it's too early to get excited about that. Yeah. So I'd say my winner of this E3 is probably Cyberpunk. Uh Runner-up, maybe Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, because that looks cool too. Uh, I'll I'll just say, I'll say to to be different <laughs> that my number one would be Final Fantasy VII because I know I complained a lot about it um, because of the episodic nature of it, and I don't want to feel swindled. But at the end of the day, Final Fantasy VII is probably. I mean, my, my list of favorite games is always revolving. Yeah. But I can tell you that the mainstays are pretty much... My my top five pretty much rotates between uh, Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. um, Final Fantasy VII, Pokemon, and, you know, pick a sports game. <laughs> that's that's pretty... Like, mine's... It's, it's usually rotating around those. Uh, and, and Streets of Rage, obviously. I, that's, mm-hmm. that's one of my... Uh, so uh, to have this, I mean, I've been excited since they announced it, and every time that something, you know, more footage comes out about it, I'm just like, this. It looks amazing. They're doing what I want with it, you know. Like I, I said when we were watching, it's like it feels like they were like, hey, Marco, what, what would you want them? Mm-hmm. What would you want with a Final Fantasy VII game? Oh, I don't know. Updated graphics, expanded storyline, and action RPG. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll do all that for you. Here you go. Here's <laughs> you a game it, custom made for you. So, so far, so good. You know, I'll say that that's my number one. Cyberpunk, close second. Honestly, you know, I would have said Cyberpunk if you didn't. And then Banjo Kazooie being added to Super Smash Bros. Mm. Big highlight. Hype. Can't wait. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I think fun, we covered fun. it. I think we did. Whew. Oh, I gotta stretch it out yeah, a little need, bit. I think we need a nap after that's this. A lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of nerd gasm. My mouth's on. dry. Mm-hmm. So if you guys stuck around for that, we appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tell us your favorite of E3. Of what, what did we miss? I know we haven't covered all the games. Is there something that we missed that you think we should have covered? Yeah. Let us know. We'll look into it and maybe talk about it in the last episode. Yeah, if you have any information on the games that like looked vague that you're excited about, you know, you know, uh, Baldur's, Alters, Baldur's Gate? Baldur's Gate. <laughs> oh, Bal- Alt- Baldur's Gate? Baldur's Gate. Gibraltar Gate? Yes. 
something like that. You know, if you got more information on that, you know, or indies even, I know there are a ton of indies that they talked about too, that, you know, just flew under our radar. Anything. Yeah. Like share, subscribe, comment and all that jazz. I think we got it. I think we got it. All right. Before we get out of here, we got to rate this beer, rate this beer. So from prosperity brewing or prosperity brewers, which I like that. I like that. They're not a brewing company. They're the Prosperity Brewers. They're brewers. I like it. They brew. The uh, Clutch Plate IPA, 7% ABV. You got this bad boy straight from the source. <laughs> Brought it here yeah, for buddy. us to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you've had it a, num- a number of times, so your score should be pretty right there at the top of your... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let us have it. Um, It's as solid as they say it is. Um, I think it's a... it's. Just hoppy enough for me. It's nothing super frilly. There's no fruits or berries. Uh, it's just a good old-fashioned IPA. And for that, I give it a 4.5. Damn right, boy. Good old-fashioned IPA. I think uh, I think I'm just going to have to go ahead and agree with you there, sure. Mm-hmm. Four and a half for myself also. Very solid beer. Clutch as its name. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. I can't really complain about it. I mean, it's not blowing my socks off Mm -hmm. but it doesn't need to you know it's a very solid you know if i if i went to the brewery or if this was on draft somewhere you know what you're getting with it you Mm -hmm. don't have to think about it order up bam all right so a unanimous four and a half for myself and for you this has been the one beer in podcast for myself marco dupa for adam obesius rodriguez do some pilates Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, and subscribe. Comment and leave some reviews. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. Love you.